0: thank you jesus yes lord only you can steal my soul thirst again this morning lord my soul thirst to be here again in your presence to magnify my god and my king to give you glory and praise once again this morning my soul thirst to bless you precious lord thank you for giving us a brand new day thank you lord god for giving us the privilege to come into your presence we worship you this morning because you are god almighty We worship you this morning because you are Alpha and Omega. We worship you this morning because you are holy and righteous, O God. Be magnified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we have come to learn in your presence. We have come to read our Bibles again. Lord, we ask that you will speak to us once again this morning. Let your words fill our hearts and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. So we continue our study and reading of the New Testament. Uh, Let's read together this morning as we gradually complete the book of Romans But first of all, let me say a big thank you to everyone joining in this morning I hope you're doing well where you are. God bless you. God bless you for your thirst for the word and for your diligence to read the Bible every single day alright, let's read Romans chapter 13 and 14 today Romans chapter 13 is respect for authority and then 14 it's about being careful with criticism okay we'll see what Paul says there and how that should apply to us today please get your Bibles let's read Paul says everyone must submit to governing authorities now this is very challenging remember that this was during the period The emperors were changing very quickly and the emperors had begun to persecute Christians. Nero, one of the emperors, was the one who will eventually kill Paul. Okay? But Paul was telling the body of Christ, the Christians at that time, that we must submit to governing authorities. Okay? He didn't tell them to rebel. Okay? Uh, Which would have been... (laughs) <laughs> for the average Jew, oh, uh, this was one area where the Jews were very good at at being defiant against um, occupation, against any occupying power. But Paul says everyone must submit to governing authorities, for all authority comes from God, and those in positions of authority have been placed they have been placed there by god okay they have been placed there by god so for us today you want to apply that to those in government to those who have any political power over you pauses submit to them for those their positions it's itself and their authority they come from god okay unless there there is order then there will be chaos. There will be chaos. It doesn't mean that the person will always do what God says, but God wants there to be order. Yes, there should be order in place. Okay, so it doesn't mean they will always do what God says. We can always put that in prayer back to God. The Bible says even the heart of the king are in God's hands. Okay, and so God is able to touch them verse 2 says so anyone who rebels against against authority is rebelling against god what god has instituted uh, is rebelling against what god has instituted and they will be punished okay that's just the truth they will be punished say for the authority do not strike fear in people who are doing who are doing right but in those who are doing wrong Would you like to live without fear of the authorities? Do what is right and they will honor you. Okay. Actually, okay, without any bias, you would think that the governing authority are put there to enforce the law. Okay. So, of course, as long as you are living in line with the law and you're not breaking the law, uh, there may not be anything to fear from them. Paul is really saying. So you do what is right, um, and there's nothing to fear. Uh, Remember that he's talking, he's speaking during the period when Nero was already in power, and it wasn't just about them doing what was right or wrong, they were being persecuted. Yet, Paul says, Christians, Christians, obey the law. Hmm? Do what is right. He says, would you like to live without fear of the authority do what is right and they will honor you the authorities are god's servants. authorities the authorities those in government i wish those in government will remember that they are servants of god hmm? not just pastors those in authorities are also servants of god this is sent for your good they are sent there god sent you into government For the good of the people. You are a servant of God. eh? And God, like every servant of God that you hear, that they will give accounts. God will ask you to to give accounts. See, but if you are doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent for the very purpose of punishing those who do what is wrong. So you must submit to them, not only to avoid punishment, but also to keep a clear conscience, okay? Naturally, if you are doing the right things, if you are not breaking the law, then there's no fear. You have a clear conscience. Boy is saying, pay your taxes too for this same reason. Pay your taxes too. For government workers need to be paid. They are serving God in what they do. So, not just those in political power, government workers too they need to be paid eh? and that's why we pay taxes but the government workers must also realize that they are serving god they are serving god in what they do Hmm? so paul says they must remember that they are serving god in what they do give to everyone what you hold them pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority Mm. Mm. give to everyone what you owe them okay so for some people you are owing money pay your debts that's fine pay your debts walk away out to pay your debt uh, for some people what we owe them is love okay just give to everyone what you hold them and pay your taxes hallelujah Eight, it says "Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another if you love your neighbor you will fulfill the requirements of god's law it's as simple as that the requirement of the law is for us to love one another so once we love our neighbors We are fulfilling the law. So the only thing we owe one another is love. He said, "For the commandments say, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet." Okay. Of course, it's really not right from the book of Exodus chapter twenty. He said, "These and other such commandments are summed up in this one commandment: love your neighbor as yourself." Okay. So even though this is in leviticus 19 19 verse 18 jesus has already said this too before right love your neighbor as yourself love does no wrong to others so love fulfills the requirements of god's law in other words if you do love you will fulfill the law it's as simple as that so pay attention to love do love take care of one another Paul says, love your neighbor and God will bless you because you will be keeping his law. So this is all the more urgent for you, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. Um, so remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Hmm? Don't participate in the darkness, in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and, and jealousy. Instead, yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. You are now a Christian. Your conduct. You remember what we we discussed yesterday. It was teaching us about Christian conduct with one another. Your conduct should show that you are now a Christian. Okay, you cannot be claiming to be a Christian and your life is literally alien to a, to to who a Christian is. No, it should not be like that. Paul says, "Clothe yourself. Put it on. Clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ." Okay, be conscious that you wear jesus as you step out of the house as you go out with friends be conscious that you are wearing the lord jesus okay people see you and they see jesus okay so they see you and they see jesus they see jesus committing you know living immorally, possessed wild parties uh, drunkenness sexual promiscuity and they are asking themselves how can jesus be doing this you might say, "Pastor, I'm the one doing it. It's not Jesus." Ah, you are wearing Jesus. Aha, you are wearing Jesus. Ah, I pray this morning. God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. It will only lead you astray. All right, let's go on to Romans chapter 14: the dangers of criticism especially those who have weak and you know, weak faith. Accept other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it's alright to eat anything but another believer with a sensitive conscience will eat only vegetables those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. In other words, we should consider each other's fate and not openly criticize each other unnecessarily. He says, Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain food must not condemn those who do. It's both ways. For God has accepted them. Who are you to condemn someone's, someone else's servant? It says their own master will judge whether they stand or fall, and and with the help, with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive His approval. Okay. So your own is. Pay attention to your own work. Pay attention to your own work. Don't be overly too concerned in judging and interpreting the life of someone else. Sincerely, be very careful there. You don't know them. They stand on fall before their master. The best thing you can do for them is to keep them in your prayers and continue to commit them to God. Are you certain that they call on the name of the Lord Jesus? That's the question I often ask people. Are you certain? If if the answer is yes, then commit them to God. Instead of criticizing them openly, verse 5, in the same way, some think one day is more holy than another, while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. Okay? That's up to you. Whether Saturday is Sabbath day for you, Sunday is Sabbath day for you, December 25th is Christmas day, no, October is, 20, is Christmas day, All of it is nonsense. The days themselves are not what is important. But if anyone has chosen that that is the day they want to mark something, Paul says, none of your business. Leave them alone. Okay? The most important thing is that they are standing in Christ. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another, while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. If they are convinced, we are celebrating christ the birth of christ on christmas on in december 25th obviously we know it does not make sense if you read according to the bible it doesn't make sense that while shepherds were watching the the fields at that time that it doesn't line up it to be december that's the time we have chosen to celebrate it what is your own leave us alone leave us alone we are fully convinced see says those who worship the lord on a special day do it to honor him do we celebrate Christmas? That's my only my only, comment to this. Do we celebrate Christmas to honor Christ? If the answer is yes, please go ahead. Do you celebrate Christmas to honor Father Christmas? If the answer is yes, <laughs> you don't know what you are doing. <laughs> yes, that one we might need to criticize because you don't know exactly what you are doing those who worship the lord okay that's the focus worship the lord on a special day do so to honor him those who eat any kind of food do so to honor the lord since they since they then give thanks to god before eating and those who refuse to eat certain food also want to please the lord and give thanks give thanks to him for we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves okay we we live for the Lord and we die for the Lord. If we live, it's it's to honor the Lord, and if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So that whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm? Christ died and rose again and for this for uh, rose again for this purpose, to be Lord both of the living and the dead. So whether we are alive or dead, He is our Lord. So why do you condemn another believer? Hmm? Why do you condemn you know some people they feel as if it is their right to hold the hair over everyone else why do you condemn another believer why do you look down on another believer remember we will all stand before the judgment seat of god for the scripture says as surely as i live says the lord every knee will bow will bend to me and every tongue will declare allegiance to god okay Isaiah chapter 49, verse 18. I always say, be very careful here. All of us will ultimately bend the knee before God. And with what measure you judge others, Jesus says, it will be measured back to you. You will be judged the same way. Okay? You can't pretend to all of us so that you are holier than thou. But God, who sees all things, on that day will reveal your own secrets also. And my pastor taught me very, very, something very important here, yeah, Pastor Sam Dehemi. Pastor Sam Dehemi will say, look, you are standing in, in Christ, right? Yes, it is simply by the grace of God that you are standing. Be very careful. He said, look, he has discovered that those who want, always want to criticize others and expose their secret, he said that he has discovered in his years of working with God, that they then fall into exactly the same the same calamity and the same things that they are criticizing others for. And he said, it seems God always did it intentionally to show them that they were standing by his grace. Okay? They were standing by his grace. You were standing by grace. That's why you're opening your mouth to be criticizing anybody. Okay? I'm not saying that we should not stand against evil and speak against what is wrong. We can do that we without tarnishing the image of someone or pulling them down okay very important every tongue will declare allegiance to God 12 Yes, each of us will give a personal account to God so let's stop condemning each other decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believers to stumble or fall 14 says I know and I'm convinced on the authority of the Lord Jesus that no food in and of itself is wrong to eat but if someone believes believes it is wrong, then for that person it is wrong. Once we accept it in the name of Jesus, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you believe that it is wrong, you believe that if I eat food offered to idols, if I eat food, if I eat food, maybe um, at a particular festival, you know, Muslim festival, when I'm eating it, I'm eating food offered to idols. If you eat it, it will be wrong for you. That's what Paul is saying. Not because there's anything in it, um, it will be wrong for you because of your conscience. Fifteen, and if another believer is, is distressed by what you eat, you are not acting in love if you eat it. Don't let your eating ruin and ruin someone for whom Christ died. So Paul is saying here, even though it is not wrong for you, if there's another believer there that it is wrong for you, shouldn't eat it. Not because of you, but because of that believer because you are fine if they now go and eat it it's going to it's going to damage them it's going to damage them see don't let your eating ruin someone for whom christ died then you will not then you will not be criticized for doing something you believe is good for the kingdom of god is not a matter of what we eat or drink but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the holy spirit holy spirit righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit that's what the kingdom of God is. If you serve Christ with this attitude, you will le- you will please God and others will approve of you too. So, so then, let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. Don't tear apart the work of God over what you eat. Hey! Tear apart the work, tear apart the word the work of God. Remember, all food are acceptable, but it is wrong to eat something if it makes another person stumble. That's the only time it is wrong. If it makes another person stumble, it is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else if it might cause another believer to stumble. That's only that's the only time it is wrong. You may believe there's nothing wrong with what you are doing. But keep it between yourself and God, and that's fine. Uh, bless uh, between yourself and God. Uh, blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they they have decided it uh, is right. But if you but if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning. If you go ahead and do it, you are sinning. You are sinning if you go ahead and do it, for you are not following your conventions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. Hmm? If you do anything your conscience tells you is not right, you are sinning. Hallelujah. So this is not even just based on you doing the law now. Something your conscience tells you is wrong, you shouldn't do it. Okay? But... The cross of of this chapter is that we should show love to one another. (laughs) So, um, food offered to idols, even idols in themselves, they are nothing. They are nothing. And so, it's not as if because food offered to them are placed before you now. As a Christian, we can't bless it and eat it. If your conscience is fine with it, please go ahead. But if there are other believers there you know that it might affect paul says don't eat it because of them but the cross of this chapter majorly is that we should be careful in the way we criticize one another hallelujah let me end this chapter on paul's final words in chapter 13 yeah this episode on the, his final word in chapter 13 paul says put on christ It says, close yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's my challenge to someone this morning. Be conscious of the fact that you literally wear Jesus. You carry Jesus everywhere you go. And I pray this morning that you will represent Jesus well. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.